All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, we live. Get on the grid, sports grid. I'm Marenzi. We're throwing it down here at Studio 34, Midtown at Manhattan. You know how we do it. A raging redhead, Cam Stewart, ready to uh, throw it down uh, with us. But Bano uh, will step up and in. We'll give a Bano on in a couple of minutes. Uh, we've got uh, got a big-time actor on the program uh, today. Uh, he was supposed to join us on the morning after, so there's no guarantees that he'll join yeah. us. Uh, but he called after and he apologized, and he said, no, no, I can do uh, the uh, the afternoon uh, show. And uh, a dude that's been in pretty much like uh, everything. Uh, he's been in, uh, uh, you name it, uh, he's been in it. But uh, Nick uh, Tatura will step up and in and join us. Uh, he's a, a Yankee Yankee super fan. Um, you know, he's he's pretty much been in everything. Uh, the longest yard is uh, something that Yang uh, knows him from. Uh, he's appeared, he's in uh, the show Blue Bloods. I guess he's been in NYPD yep. Blue. Uh, we go on, King of Queens, uh, the Longest Yard, the Hillside Strangler, Third Watch, the Twilight Zone. Um, you know, great, great actor, actually. Emmy uh, Award or Emmy uh, nominated, uh, we should say. But he's a Yankee super fan, and uh, he's freaking pissed off about the cheating that's uh, going on here uh, with the Houston Astros, and rightfully so. You know, listen, there's no new scandal today from baseball, only basically now everyone has time to uh, go over everything. And you see the splits between the Houston Astros at home uh, compared to on the road in the World Series against the L.A. Dodgers. And it's insane, man. It's really insane. They really did cheat and uh, steal a World Series. Uh, Mike Clevenger of the Cleveland Indians did an interview. I love Clevenger. And, uh, yeah, it was a great interview in which he said, he said none of those MFers um, should be able to look any other player in the eye. Like, he's dead. See, like, he, like he got serious. He's like, I got sent down to the minors, man. He goes, because uh, these guys are hitting me. He's like, I got buddies in the minors that didn't make the big leagues because these guys are cheating. And like, yeah, yeah, they, it's not cool. I know baseball, everyone, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. But the Astros clearly took this to a new level. Um, and and it, it, it appears, uh, it appears as if though uh, that uh, there's not going to be any repercussions uh, for it. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get into that, uh, but it's Football Friday, Cam. I did my video and um, my picks uh, for FanDuel. We look to keep the hot streak going, 8-0 and against the spread uh, in the NFL playoffs. The totals, well, that's another story. Uh, but um, we look to keep it going. Uh, we're about uh, we're 48 hours away now. 48 hours from now, you and I will be on, Cam, on uh, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. And uh, we'll be about two hours into the game, and uh, we'll probably uh, – Actually, I was going to say we're probably going to know who's going to be playing in the Super Bowl, but I don't think so. I think Kansas City and uh, Tennessee is a game that's going to come down to the wire. I agree with you 100%. I've already bet uh, Tennessee and Platt. I did when I did. Line's gone from 7.5 to 7. Game might be a big hook, so go tight. Football Friday. Babano's going to step up and in. Nick Totoro on the radar. Get on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. What's going, going going on with our mic uh, here? But we're having a little issues with it cutting uh, in and out. Uh, so whatever it is, uh, let's try to uh, cut it out <laughs> uh, if we can. Um, very very frustrating, uh, but um, it's all good. Um, whatever is being done, though, uh, please stop doing it. As uh, we've got that original redhead, uh, Cam Stewart, and uh, Babano steps up and in. We're gonna cut the small talk uh, today. Uh, because uh, we've got Nick Turturro joining us at about 5.40, or we hope he joins us at uh, 5.40, but it gives us enough time. There's only two games, and even Babano should be able to get this done um, in, in, in the next uh, 27 minutes. Babano steps up. What's up, Babano? Good to be with you, Gabe. Cam, hope you're doing good on a Friday. Uh, obviously a big day for the network, Sports Grid, with uh, Scotty Farrell joining the crew. I mean, I remember listening, Gabe, to you and Scotty, about, about it had to have been 10 years ago on hardcore sports and i ever thought to myself when i heard the energy of you two combined doing a, a special show together wonder what it would be like if you two ever did something regularly and routinely well guess what together wonder no more uh it should be uh interesting to see how it goes but uh fasten your seat belts everybody things are going to get pretty exciting and pretty fun i would imagine yeah we were going to get to it uh, actually well we talked about it on, on the morning show obviously but um yeah, we welcome uh, Scotty Farrell, and we go old school, uh, Cam, uh, once again. Uh, Farrell, um, you know, uh, gave you a shout-out uh, this morning yeah. uh, on the morning show. And, yeah, listen, um, Scotty Farrell's going to be doing his own thing, though. Me and Scotty will be doing some things together because, listen, Scotty's going to be doing the show uh, from the uh, from the FanDuel Sportsbook, uh, the Sports Grid Studios at the Meadowlands, as are we. Um, so we're going to sort of follow each other and stuff. Um, there's some exciting uh, things uh, coming up, uh, but um, yeah, it's good. We're adding some, it's like a team. You know, we just added a, a big time uh, free agent uh, to, to the roster. As you know, the scheduling is going to get very, very cool uh, moving forward. There's a lot of cool stuff uh, in the works uh, right now. And a lot of people are asking about, um, about like game time decisions because Pharrell is going to be on at four o'clock. And, you know, to be honest, I haven't even spoken to Cam uh, today. We've been uh, that busy. Uh, but me and Cam have been through this for a long time. And, um, you know, really, times change. But, um, you know, the shows really don't. So me and Cam will still be doing a lot of stuff. Um, In-game live is going to be on every night. So uh, basically, some of the names of the shows might change and uh, some of the times might change a bit. but. 
um, we're adding some serious uh, talent, and we've got some more stuff uh, coming to the grid uh, as well. Uh, so it's going to be a cool, uh, cool uh, Super Bowl. It's going to be a cool uh, March Madness. We've got some cool things going on. And, yeah, Pharrell's a great guy, uh, very popular, great guy for a reason. And, uh, we, you know, we look forward to uh, to shaking it up. Things are going to get real cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the network's growing, and that's a good thing. And this is the time to be excited to be part of, you know, a, a network like SportsGrid. You know, and sports betting's taking off, you know. And I think Scotty Farrell got a little ticked off that CBS Television is one of the few main American networks that sort of poo-pooed sports betting. So it's a little, you know, there you go, off I go uh, to that. But uh, looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to some NFL, Gabe. I mean, we got two big games this Sunday. Let's break them down. All right, so let's let's uh, jump in here. The first game up Sunday at 3.05, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Tennessee, uh, crazy stat that Will Capper brought up yesterday with the first team in NFL history to win four straight road games on consecutive weeks. Never been done uh, before in National Football League history. They'd be the first wildcard team to get the Super Bowl since 2012. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, Derrick Henry, first running back to rush for 180 or more yards in three consecutive NFL football games. They're setting a lot of records, uh, the Tennessee Titans along the way. Knocking off division uh, champions. They knocked off the Houston Texans in the final week of the regular season. The Patriots, the Ravens, now they're gunning for the Chiefs. Uh, they've played uh, four times in the last five years. And uh, Andy Reid is 0-4 against the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. They Think about that. They have played uh, four times in the last five years. And the Titans have won every time, including this year, uh, including this year. And, um, you know, I think the, the Titans are a real dangerous uh, football team. The craziest thing that I didn't really realize, I knew the Titans didn't kick a lot of field goals because I remember, you know, seeing that earlier in the year that Buddy only had like seven attempts or something, at, you know, earlier in the season. But think about this, guys. This is almost unheard of. And it sounds like it's impossible, actually. Over the last, for the entire season, the Tennessee Titans kicked eight field goals. Yep. Think about that. They kicked eight field goals, and in the last eight games, the Tennessee Titans have scored 40 touchdowns and one field goal. Like, this team doesn't kick field goals. They get into the red zone, they're scoring on you. And the problem was, Gabe, you remember the Buffalo game. They missed four kicks that game. It has been a constant theme. They had some of the worst kicking problems in the league. So basically, Vrabel, instead of just sending out another kicker with no confidence, they go for it a lot more. They'll pound Derrick Henry on uh, fourth and one. They got great play calls, and uh, that's the one problem that they have. So, you know, when you look at the total and such, I think Tennessee's going to go for it a hell of a lot more. If they're in a long field goal position, they'll probably just say, we trust our offense. Let's stay on the field. Uh, is that just me, or is Cam's voice cutting out? Or is that, am I uh, guys in a pit here? Is it just, is, I, I, is it my I cable sound, only or is it, what's going on here? I I hear you perfectly and uh, I, on me, I think I'm going perfectly. So I think it's coming into your input because you sound good to me. All right. And Babano's clear All right. on my end. Well, we're off and running here as I can no, see. Actually, I've, I've got, I got some feedback and some cutting in and out, in and out just a few times just now as well so yeah. i don't know all right all right yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> oh boy that's all right. okay show must go uh, on uh, yes, yeah. forward yeah <laughs> babano um babano what's your uh what's your take on the game yeah to me um chiefs versus 49ers in the super bowl i mean i've I, i've said it all week i'm not gonna budge 
when in terms of it. And I know Tennessee's red hot. And Derrick Henry, it looks like he's a running back that can't be stopped right now. And going into Baltimore uh, and winning last week, that performance, you know, let's let's call it what it was. It's just just phenomenal, just outstanding. I mean, what Tennessee was able to do last week against Baltimore. You know, they ran the football against a good run defense, effectively start to finish. Uh, they neutralized Lamar Jackson, took that running game away, forced them to get behind big and have to open up, throw the football, get out of their game plan and their comfort zone. It was a great game for Tennessee, no question. But, you know, now you're playing a different type of offense. And in, early in the week, I actually was leaning to Tennessee plus the points. And then I really got worried about what we're looking at here with Tennessee. We're looking at a fourth straight road game for this football team. We're looking at a fourth straight road game in which they had to go balls to the wall in all four games. The first of the four road games was Houston in the final week of the regular season just to get into the playoffs. They needed that win. They had to go, you know, hard in that game to start to finish to win to clinch their playoff spot. Then they had to play New England two weeks ago. Uh, then they had to play Baltimore last week. And now you're going to Kansas City this week. You know, at some point, there's going to be all of these travel situations. There's going to be a point where maybe. Maybe it doesn't happen, but I worry that it could happen here, that you hit a wall physically, and when you hit a wall physically, it shows up on the defensive side of the football. You don't rush the quarterback as well. You're missing open field tackles that you normally make because you're a little bit run down and you're a little bit fatigued. And there's one team you don't want to miss open tackles against. It's Kansas City. With the offense they have, with the skill position weapons they have, you don't want to miss tackles against Tyreek Hill. You don't want to miss tackles against Travis Kelsey, Nicole Hardman, and everybody else they can throw at you offensively. So I'm worried that Tennessee runs out of gas here a little bit. I think Kansas City knows after losing last year in the AFC Championship game to New England and spotting them a double-digit lead, we can't get off to a slow start. I like Kansas City to win the game. I'm not going to lay the full touchdown. I've got Kansas City in a teaser down to minus one, one and a half. And I like Kansas City in the first half of this game uh, at a little bit better number. Because I think they learned the lessons of last year. You can't come out slow in the AFC Championship game. I think they'll come out fast. Yeah, well, there we go. Babano's joining us right now. We'll get to break down the other game and find out what is going on. But anyway, I'm going to tell you my pick, Babano, on the other side. I'm going to go the other way on this one. I'll give you reasons why. Ready, great, game time decisions on the grid is coming up next. More Babano, more Morenci, more fun on the show. Coming back at you after the show. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. You guys get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook where listeners of this show can get a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. Here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, make a deposit, and three, place your first bets, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus up to 500 clamps. This offer is eligible for all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet up to 200 bucks. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. Now back to our guest, Babano. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Raging Redhead uh, Cam Stewart. All right, we're trying to get to the bottom of this. I think it might have been, uh, been a cable. 
It's like uh, heavy use, man. That's what happens. There's 18 hours a day of content. Cables are being pulled and uh, jammed. Basically, I blame Wetzel. Uh, yeah. that, that's the gist of it. And uh, Bob's call last night uh, really um, went uh, went over. Bit. Like People today were like, wow, like Wetzel suddenly, like people feel sorry for Wetzel. Bob went after him so hard last night. I do too. Uh, it started off where you came out at him really good, like, Hey, Wetzel, like, uh, that's bad, just like your picks. And uh, boom, it was right off the top. Then we basically made fun of his uh, shoes, called them nurse shoes because the heels were so big. They were like water moccasins. Like, they were a weird, like, trendy, yuppie shoe there. And then Bob came in with the final kill and basically said his picks sucked, too, uh, to, to wrap it up. So Wetzel took a beating last night, but uh, we love the man. He's we'll back tonight. <laughs> I love him. You and Wetzel are like the, it's a get, the get-along gang. <laughs> uh, it should be interesting uh, tonight. All right, so... Uh, yeah. So, Babano, uh, you think, uh, you know, to quickly recap uh, this game, Kansas City and uh, Tennessee, uh, what's the final pick, Babano? Final pick is Kansas City teaser, Kansas City first half. Not full game. I think it's a little bit too lofty for the full game. I think they start strong, though, after falling behind early in the uh, title game last year against New England. Uh, and and that's that, that, that's that for that game, that's it. The total, I would only bet it over. I'm going to think, though, that this could start maybe, you know, 3 nothing, 7-3 after the first quarter. It'll start a little slow, slowly, and I'll be looking live in-game over instead of betting because this is a high number. It's 53. I, was, I don't want it under, but I think I'll get a better number if I wait to bet it live. All right. Uh, so what are you going to be teasing it with? We go into the, uh, the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, the follow-up uh, game Sunday night, 6.40 Eastern time scheduled uh, kickoff. Last week, and this is like betters be warned, and I got screwed over. You know, I'd like to say that, oh, I had enough money that it didn't matter, but it really wasn't the case. Like, and it wasn't even a monetary situation. It was a double screw job, Cam. Now, never mind the fact of like the mistakes that were made and stuff last week, but even after like our wins, like remember we, I said, can you hit refresh, hit refresh? They never paid Cam. Like the next game freaking started, so yeah. I couldn't get like the teaser in. It would have won. I had Everybody to adjust in game. Exactly. Like I had to redo. You know how hard it was? I couldn't bet this. I couldn't. Bet. I like Green Bay. I ended up taking Seattle plus eight and a half in game. <laughs> like glad you glad glad I you know. came back. I switched. Like I was like, <laughs> well, I don't have a choice now. I was like, I got to bet. Like it totally like really pissed me off. And it was even bad at FanDuel. FanDuel's app went down. Window Will was flipping. Uh, their app went down. They got they crashed. They had so many people like right before kickoff because the last stupid game ended at like 628 or something, 632. And the next game kicked off literally like five, seven minutes later. There really wasn't a lot of wiggle room. Nope. And even Cam, so I'm, I'm, I texted you. I, I accidentally, I tried to send a pics to you. I sent him to Jazz after because you were like, I'm hitting refresh for you right now. And it's crazy. So I run to the window. There's like 200 people in line trying to cash yep. tickets. So we're all standing there. And of course, Green Bay scored right away. People were livid. They couldn't get into the app. They were in line. So I'm just warning people, if this Tennessee-Kansas City game gets crazy and it's higher scoring, Babano and Cam, it's going to take a while. And oh, sure. there'll be no room. Like They'll delay the late game if it went to overtime or something, but they wouldn't screw around, man. It would go fast after into the next game. So for you betters, if you really like, especially props, man, because it's hard to get good in-game props and this and that, or a teaser, like you can't play a teaser once the game starts. 
So if you're going to play a teaser, think about that. You got to do it before because you might not get the chance. Or if you've got like, you know, 500 in your account, maybe you save 100 or two for for later just in case there's a carryover. Because I got to tell you, Bet365 did not pay anybody for like 45 minutes and people were about to snap. And FanDuel were paying people at the window, but uh, there was a massive lineup. And then their app crashed because there were so many people logging on at once because the, the last game just ended. So uh, there's a warning for everybody, Babano. Money uh, management, plan ahead. Of course, because it's Conference Championship Sunday, and you should you know, leave the door open for the possibility that it's going to be a big crowd. There's going to be lineups. There's, you're going to have to maybe wait uh, to get your wagers placed you know, on a Conference Championship Sunday like that. You know, plan ahead. You know, make sure you make good good use of your time so you avoid that kind of situation where you might be stuck and uh, wanting to make a bet that you can't make because, you know, the lineup's too big and the game started already. All right. Thanks, Babano. You really didn't add very much to what I just said. You kind of just repeated what I said. <laughs> no, bottom, just, line gotta... is, bottom line is, have money Damn. in your stupid account. Bottom yes, line thank is, you, Ken. don't play every game. Hey, Babano, that's how it's done, Babano. <laughs> I'll end this discussion. Thank don't you. clean out your account. While the game's going on. Babano, San Francisco, Green Bay, you're teasing Kansas City. Who are you teasing them with? I'm teasing them with the team that I'm, you know, that monkey song, I'm a believer, couldn't leave her if I tried. That's San Francisco for me. I'm a believer in the San Francisco 49ers here. I was on them last week against Minnesota. Uh, they got the job done. It was a pretty thorough, complete performance on both sides of the football. I, you know, and Green Bay to me, they're, they're up against it here. All right, because here's another team that uh, and I go back to that regular season meeting and I know it's a totally different time of the year. I, I don't know if there's a path for Green Bay in this game, to be honest with you. Th- that wasn't just a beatdown. That was an ass kicking by San Francisco, that 37-8 game. The Packers were coming into that week off a of bye. They had the extra time to prepare. The 49ers weren't even the fully healthy football team they are now when they played that Green Bay team during the regular season. And, you know, they had the extra time to get ready. And it wasn't a matter of just we didn't have a good game plan. They were just beaten up beaten pillar to post in the trenches on both sides of the football. Aaron Rodgers was swarmed under. He was running for his life. He had no time to throw the football. And guess what? The San Francisco defense is only stronger and better now than it was then with D Ford back in the saddle, with Quan Alexander back on the field. That defense is as good as can be now. They showed it last week against Minnesota. I think it's going to be a little bit of a rough day for Packers. Uh, offensively, one-dimensional. Rodgers looks to Devontae Adams. They need more out of Lazard and Allison. And uh, and some other receiving targets. If they don't get that, I think they're in trouble because I don't think Aaron Jones is going to have that big of a day running the football either for Green Bay. And on the flip side here, I think the 49ers offensively, they're going to be able to wear down Green Bay's run defense, which is susceptible in my opinion. You've got Tevin Coleman and Raheem Mostert. The, 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 the dual running back tandem, and they even throw Matt Breida uh, in there every now and then. They ran the football right down Minnesota's throat. I think Green Bay's run defense is vulnerable. And I think people need to be, you know, calm down a little bit about how weak, a lot of people I heard early in the season, how weak San Francisco's receiving core is. I don't see the weakness right now. You know, Emmanuel Sanders has boosted it. Debo Samuel uh, has gotten better as the season's gone on. We've got Bourne, Bourne to be alive, Kendrick Bourne. Uh, he's been absolutely outstanding lately for the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> it's gotten better with every week. So this is a good receiving core now. I don't see a path to victory for Green Bay. People are going to be attracted to Packers and Aaron Rodgers as an underdog. 
Uh, I'm not one of those people. I, I think the 49ers are far the better football team, and they're about to show it on Sunday. I am one of those people. I am one of those people. I think they'll be this. I think San Francisco wins, and I normally don't like taking a team. And I don't think they can win the game, but I do think Green Bay have a path to victory. I think it's a smaller path than what San Francisco's path is. I'm not going to lie. I'm concerned that if San Francisco get things going and they get a lead and Green Bay become one-dimensional, then it could be a problem. If they need Aaron Rodgers to throw the ball, and not Aaron's, Aaron Rodgers isn't great, but you know, this Green Bay are balanced this year. If Green Bay can run the ball, then it opens up that play action and Aaron Rodgers can you know really kill you. I agree. San Francisco are the better football team. I think San Francisco are, you know, I think it's Kansas City. I said Kansas City, San Francisco for the playoffs started, but I don't know. I think this game is like a 26-23, 26-21 type of game camp. Both defenses are very good. Green Bay have enough talent. I don't, I think it actually helps Green Bay that they got massacred in that game. And even though it's a playoff game, Mm-hmm. Even though it's a playoff game, San Francisco, the, the human mindset will think it'll be easy again. They'll think, wow, we beat these these guys already. And, you know, it was pretty pretty easy win. Green Bay have a chip on their shoulder. And Green Bay are a much better football team now than they were then. Devontae Adams is as healthy as he's been all season. He's a freaking monster. I think Green Bay hang around in this game. I don't think they get blown out. But I do yeah. think San Francisco uh, win and go to the Super Bowl. I sound like Bob giving you the early prediction. I have 31 uh, to 16 San Francisco, so I believe they'll be in control most of the game. I think they cover, but you can't screw around with these games. You're right. There could be a backdoor touchdown or something. I I really believe San Francisco wins. The question is, are they going to cover this game? And yeah, to, to that point, Gabe, that's why I'm, I'm taking the Tennessee. I'm glad I got 14 and a half because, you know, you worry. I think a lot of people are going to do this this week. I think they're just going to look at the two favorites and go, let's do the favorite teaser with Kansas City and uh, San Francisco. And that, as we've known, we've been in this business a long time. That can be pretty dangerous. So I got Tennessee and the Niners, but I can understand Green Bay Packers. You're right. They have a lot of incentive. And after getting beat down, that was one of the most embarrassing losses on national TV to San Francisco, too. So they'll be they'll be more prepared and angrier for sure. The yeah, pressure, the pressure uh, builds. Big and I was going to say, Kyle Shanahan, you can tell he does not want anybody talking about that 37-8 win. He doesn't want anybody thinking about that 37-8 win because his quote earlier this week, I don't think they've lost a game since then, the Packers. So I think that game really holds zero relevance to what's going to happen this Sunday. Shanahan's quote tells you right there, I don't want to hear or think about that game. we got to do it again. Uh, Babana, we don't want to run you early, but what do you have for tonight? Anything you're betting tonight? Quickly. We're lay, laying the puck in half with Pittsburgh off a bad game last night. Detroit is terrible, and I like the over with Winnipeg and Tampa Bay. Great stuff, Babano. Thank you for the time. Have a good one. See you, guys. Good luck this weekend. Take en- care. Enjoy your soup. NFL season is now upon us, so you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made.
All right, game time decision continues. Red Heat and Rage. Getting fired up uh, for these uh, football games. Me too, buddy. Me too. Uh, we'll Savannah be- was a real uh, scene stealer today. Gabe, he came out with the news. I didn't even get to hear from it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what's this guy doing here? Uh, you know? <laughs> He's a piece of work, that guy. The Bano, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he really is. Like, I love him, but, like, yeah. Today, he just... He has, I don't know, he's one of these dudes. He's got bad timing. Uh, He'll always say the worst possible awkward thing at the worst time. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's (laughs) just sort of, it's like, like, I used to, like, sometimes open up with a joke, but it goes sideways. So, I've, 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 I've learned my lesson just to keep it straight. Yeah, I kept it straight today, if you notice. Yeah, that, that was the best. I thought it was good on the way out when I said enjoy your soup. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed the joke too. No, the best is you, you see you talk about the complications, repeats it, it just Yeah, no, that's what I said. And I, I just said uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, like I couldn't help myself. I'm like, but Ben, like I gotta be honest, he does that a lot. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he just, yeah, he repeated everything I said. I'm like, I know, but Ben, you're not really adding much to like to, to the conversation here. Um but uh, God what? bless him. Yeah, God bless him. Is a great. I agree. He's one of the nicest guys we know. And I will say this though, but that's a really good point, and I, I think it needs to be reiterated. These books, these offshores, aren't paying out like the way they used to be during the regular season, Gabe. When we were doing these wins, boom, it would be like at least like a minute or two afterwards, you, you'd hit a prop in a game, and you'd see that money in your account. There's so much action on these games; they obviously have to go through everything, right? So that's the problem. It's the amount of people betting and. They're not getting around to it till 30, 40 minutes afterwards. So, yeah, bottom line is have extra cash. Well, sports uh, sports sites like, you know, you know, FanDuel, I don't know how many customers that they have in the, new, in, in the state of New Jersey. Uh, I would imagine hundreds of thousands. And you know that their system is is built to withstand a heavy, heavy, you know, heavy traffic situation. Yeah. Yet, they, you know, like I said, last Sunday was unique. Uh, last Sunday was unique in, in in the sense that there was one more game. It was like, you know, there's 40 million people watching and betting on this stuff. And everybody tried to place a bet at once. Right? And, you know how many people were trying to log in at 6.30 and 6.32 and 6.35? And, you know, that that's the problem. So that's why we stated. If you, you know, just think ahead a little bit. You know what I mean? If you're thinking, yep. oh, I'm going to put all my money in at uh, 3 o'clock and hope to roll it over at 6.40. You could get screwed over. So, you know, save a little bit or bet it separately, you know, ahead of time, et cetera. A lot of different ways to approach this. So, speaking of a lot of different ways to approach this, Cowboy Cerrone takes on um, Conor Conor, McGregor. Mm -hmm. Uh, Conor McGregor, a big favorite in this fight. I don't like Conor McGregor personally. He should win, though. But he's going to win this fight. Yeah. Cowboy Cerrone is a hand-picked opponent for him. And no disrespect to Cowboy Cerrone, because Cowboy's a great guy um, and well-respected. He's the winningest fighter in UFC history, actually. You know, but, you know, the dude fights like 22 times a year. So, you know, but the problem is he's been knocked out pretty viciously in his last couple of fights. He's not getting any younger. He's not, it's not like this is the fight of his life or anything like that. There's zero bad blood between them. Uh, Cowboy Cerrone, you know, fights all the time just because he fights for money. Now he's going to make more money in this fight tomorrow night than he's made in his last, like, 10 fights. He's going to make more money, you know what I mean, in one fight than he's going to make in a couple of years 
actually. So I you know I don't know what the motivating factor. Like Cowboy Cerrone's not like, oh, if I win this fight, that'll be a champion down the road and this and that. Cowboy Cerrone's just, you know, cashing a lottery ticket right now that he's fighting against uh Conor McGregor. And Conor McGregor has a lot to lose here. Um, you know, Conor didn't have a chance against Khabib. Nobody really does. Yeah. He's never lost before, but it's a good matchup uh, for, for Cowboy. Look, Cowboy can't knock Conor McGregor out. And Conor McGregor's got a chin. The only way that Cowboy could beat him, Cam, it would be to submit him. Yet to submit him, yeah. you'd have to beat him up a little bit first. Exactly. And soften him up. And yep. tenderize him. Yep. Conor's not, not bad him. on the ground, actually. Like, he really isn't. Like, even against Khabib, man. Like, it wasn't that easy for Khabib at first to get him down. Connor's takedown right. defense is very good. Like, yeah, like, remember? And he was sick. And he was sick there. Yeah. Let's give the, like, you know what? I don't agree with the things that he does. I think he's an absolute clown, the way he acts and stuff like that. But you know what? When it comes push comes to shove, he backs it up a lot of the time, except for the Khabib fight, right? It, it's it, you, you said it, Gabe. It's a total Well, mismatch. what was the surprise, Cam? It was the matchup thing. And we, we can compare it to football in a second, but... The whole thing with, with that was Connor thought, this guy can't stand and box with me. I'll kill him standing up. I only have to worry about the stand-up. The thing is, Khabib came flying out, kneed him in the face, punched him in the face, and, like, actually beat him standing up. Like, you know, seriously, like, Connor was shocked. Like, he was getting hit. And then he had two things to worry about. And then eventually ended up on his back and things got ugly <laughs> against Khabib. But, sure. And I'm not saying you would beat Khabib in a rematch. But what I'm saying is he will beat um, he will beat Cowboy. Now, the over-under yeah. is one and a half rounds for the fight. Conor hasn't fought in two years. There's going to be a little bit of leeriness and he's got a lot of stake here. He can't lose. He can't keep losing and running his mouth. And there's a lot of money at stake for the UFC as well. That's why it's Cowboy. They know he's going to win. But Cowboy Cerrone's weakness over the years has always been against bullies. Like, if you, like, start the fight and you just run right at Cowboy Cerrone, he doesn't like it. Cowboy is like a long, lanky guy. He likes to set up distance, start kicking you in the leg a bit. And, you know, he likes to pick you apart. Uh, he doesn't like to get punched in the stomach. He doesn't like guys to get right in his face. I'm not saying he's scared, but it's a bad matchup for him. You know, like he does, he can't use his range cam then if you're in his face. So Connor could just sort of explode like a bat out of hell and knock him the F out if he really wanted to. But I don't think he will because it's risky to try to do that. Yep. So then you get into, all right, one and a half. One and a half sounds easy, but one and a half rounds cam is actually seven and a half minutes. It's a long time in a cage. <laughs> like, yes. You yes. know what I mean? It's Five like, seconds feels long. Yeah, like people think, oh, one and a half is easy. It's, it's like, nah, man, it's seven and a half minutes, a long time to be in a cage with Conor McGregor right. without losing. And I don't know about the one and a half. I lean with the over. I think Conor finishes him like mid-second, late-second, yep. early-third. Yep. He's got to put on a little bit of show, get a workout in too. That's what I think. And But it doesn't go 25 minutes, Cam. Now, the fight to go the distance is 10 to 1, yes, um, that it doesn't, basically. No, I should say. You know what I mean? It's, yes, it's going to the distance. Is You know, you got to lay it like 10 to 1. So the books are like obviously saying this fight's not going the distance. 
right, here. What I came up with here is Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor needs to win, but he also needs to win. He doesn't need to knock him out in 10 seconds, but it can't go 25 minutes. Cowboy Cerrone's been knocked out in his last two fights. Like, Conor has to win impressively, or otherwise he's just another stiff here and here. Yeah. The fight, and another thing is, Cowboy Cerrone won't want to go 25 minutes. I mean, like, Cowboy's not going to want to get punched in the face for 25 minutes if he's losing. Like, he'd rather just get it over with, and, and you'll see yep. that with fighters. It's like, you know. Pay me. Yeah. You'll notice fighters can. <laughs> I'll, I'll go to round two. Pay whenever me. they go into this, whenever they turtle? do the turtle. Yeah, that's over. Pay me. And they show they show no real desire. That's that's like yeah. you know what, buddy, just punch me a couple of times in the side of the head, and the ref will stop it. You know what I mean? Like, for sure. You see yeah, guys do that. I no, can see Cowboy doing that. I can see him just sort of, and all right, fight stop. Hey, Cowboy, and Cowboy gets his two million after. And he's like goes back to Colorado on a dune buggy. Yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying. It's kind of like this fight for him. I look at it as like a lifetime achievement award. Yes. So all, the, all the times that he basically got stiffed by Dana White in the UFC getting paid. This is like, you know, all what? those times he fought for $16,000 and stuff, exactly. right? Now he's getting exactly. 2.2 mil look or what something. I've done for you. Look what we've done for the sport. You've been one of the best. You're one of the more popular guys. All the times you got jobbed and ripped off, you get a payday today. So enjoy it. Hope you don't get beat up too much, but. Enjoy the big payday because this is a lifetime achievement check. That's the way I look at the So listen well. to this one, Cam. Mm-hmm. Conor McGregor by KO, TKO, or by submission um, is minus 220. Yep. You parlay that with a football pick, whatever pick you want. So over here I have the parlay here. Tennessee Titans plus seven and a half. Conor McGregor by KO, TKO, or submission. So, in other words, as long as the fight doesn't go the distance with Conor, you know what I mean? You just need Conor to win in any fashion before, not by decision. In any fashion. Sub, knockout, whatever, TKO, whatever happens. Stoppage, uh, whatever happens. It suddenly becomes plus 167. It's pretty good. Suddenly you're going into Sunday, yeah, man, and Conor's going to win. So, Saturday night, you have a couple of drinks. You put Conor in, you know, to win. Uh, within the distance, you parlay it out with a football. Suddenly, you got your football pick at plus 167. Now, you could bet Connor just to win the fight with a football game, and it becomes plus 144, which still isn't bad. Not bad. Not and, bad. all right, let's put two football games in, Cam. We're betting them both, right? Okay, yeah. Give me uh, Connor uh, wins the fight with uh, Tennessee plus seven and uh, San Francisco money line. Oh, oh, now you're really mixing it up. All right, well, you just want Connor yes. wins the fight, not uh, nothing fancy. Just Connor wins the fight. This parlay is not good enough. Plus 216. Not good. It feels like it should be higher. I agree. All right, don't be a wuss and put San Francisco minus the points. Okay. <laughs> you calling me a wuss? Yeah. Well, I'm not laying, yes. laying seven with the Niners? Yeah. You're taking the points with Green Bay. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm stepping up. Uh, you know, so yeah, the parlay now, if you take both football games with Connor to win the fight, is plus 367. Now, that sounds more something I could uh, wrap my uh, lips around there. Yeah, that's tastier. Very tasty. <laughs> you always have the worst puns that are great to be caught on. <laughs> something I could wrap my lips around. Like, yeah, that's almost good. as uh, good as last night, which I can't believe the guy actually said. 
I do uh, physical penetration for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. physical penetration. I can burn your key card with my phone. I can break into your hotel. I do physical penetration for a living. I look, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe (laughs) I brought this guy up here. That guy was strong though. Like the time you give people the mic, it's usually failure. Like, you know, when you do it, you just, everybody's real confident. And then they get up and it's kind of like that guy came in like strong right off the bat. And you looked at him and go, what's this guy going to say? But I enjoyed the, he asked window. Will he asked window will after if I liked it, he goes, did he, did did I do good? Yeah, he, he said, I'd like to come on again. He goes, I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to bring him on again. He's great. Yeah, yeah he's cool. He, he told me he won a thousand bucks. He's on the way out. Good for him. He said, he goes, he goes, I said, how'd you do? And uh, he goes, oh, I did pretty well tonight, actually. He goes, I made money for the month. He goes, about a thousand. And everyone has their systems, Cam, but he told me that he bets 15 to 20 races a night, $12 a race. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Win play show, probably yeah, four probably four bucks. Sports. Win play show, yeah. Tw- yeah you know what that is? That's a disciplined gambler. Hey, that, that's basically what he, he said. He goes, you know, you keep. He's got. He had it all. He had a little book and he had track of everything. And he Good basically said, he goes, my thousand. I'm up for the month now. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. You know what? You'd be surprised. A lot of those old guys, they keep track of everything. Of course they do. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's like they still. It's like when you go to the bank, those people. Still yeah, yeah. Instead of the receipt. Ted Teven was like that. My buddy Teven used to go to a casino every day. Win or lose, Cam, he'd write down the night in the notebook on the way out. He'd bring the little pad and he'd write down one sixty-seven dollars. Like you know what I mean? Smart way to be. Very yeah. smart. Take the top with it. Get on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Game time decisions continues. The Cowboy Cerrone, I don't know how much money he's making, actually. I heard it was in the one, 1.52 range. It might be on the high end. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a million. It's more than it's more than 200,000. It's more than 500,000. You know, it's it's uh, I don't know if it's two million. I imagine he would get a piece of the pay-per-view as well. And to be honest, the fact that Connor, and that's, it's the upside-downside of this, Connor has not been an asshole, Cam, at all, no, leading up to this fight. Like, he's been humble. Oh, I respect Cowboy. I, you know, like, you know, he said, he said I'm going to beat him. Uh, you know, he said, oh, I see holes in his game. But, like, he didn't, um, he hasn't talked smack at all. So it's kind of boring, you know, to be honest. That's that's what, you know. But I think the UFC likes it like this. Let him fly under the radar. Look, he's under investigation for three different sexual assaults in Ireland, bro. Exactly. Beat up by a guy and, in a bar, too. Like, yeah, the MMA, the, the guy in the bar, he paid off. It's over. Yes, that's correct. Forgot, he paid yes. the guy. Yeah, just pay me, Connor. Okay. <laughs> I think the guy got like 400000 Good for him. 
Not bad for getting slapped in a bar. No, I wouldn't. Like, you didn't get that beat up. You saw he was all right. That's yeah, the whole thing. He was so tough. He didn't even flinch. Connor punched him. I he was know. like, yeah. But he finished his drink. He looked I up know. and he was like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was awesome. That's the thing. Like, he got slapped around for 400K. Connor, I, I'd, I'd take a slap from Connor for that kind of cash. Like, it's I love that guy, though. So yeah. Connor walks yeah. in. Connor's yeah. in a bar in Ireland. Having a good time. It's like locals. And I guess people kind of know each other and stuff in there. And so Connor's like, all right, free shots of whiskey for everyone. His own whiskey, of course. Yes. And I guess Buddy said, I don't, I won't drink that crap or whatever. He said, your whiskey sucks, like basically. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he was like, no, no, I don't want it. And he was like, I don't want it. And Connor was like, you better take it. <laughs> the old man was like, you know, I don't want your whiskey. And Connor, like, reached in and punched an old man in the face at a bar. <laughs> but the old guy didn't flinch. He sat there, oh, finished his own it. drink, and then walked out. <laughs> he took it like a man. Now he's got money, too. Yeah, he got paid. 